This week on Pop Bites, we got big news from Sony. Diablo players getting whooped and AMD's Big Five. All these and more in this week's Pop Bites. Hello, folks. All right. Let's go on with our roundup. First on the list, Blizzard revocates Diablo Immortal or purchases and leaves players in debt. Ouch. Talk about big ouch right there. So uh, apparently there has been uh, like uh, this this new thing going around or about or apparently for for core. It's not, no longer new that uh, uh, players exploit uh, a certain feature in. Uh, it's mostly happening on Android players. Uh, yeah, on Android ecosystem, mostly on, on Android gamers who are able to exploit a certain the feature on the Play Store that allows them to refund, quote unquote, refund their, their purchases. And apparently, there's a group of players who, uh, uh, according to Core, it's like uh, whales. Yeah. They're called whales. So this is like related to cryptocurrency and and more on like investing, right? No, not necessarily. It's more of like the whales are like uh, when it, when the it comes to mobile players. gaming, the whales are the person who spends a, a lot. big chunk, a big chunk, yeah, and then and resells, the resells. No, not necessarily. They just spend for the game themselves. Okay, so they're like the end user. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So uh, like a group of whales apparently purchased like a big number of orbs from uh, a third party source. That's yeah. another. It's not in game. And they found themselves being in debt because uh, Diablo, or rather, a Blizzard took action on on this on these actions. Wow, that's a big whooping in the ass right it there. Is, it is. Yeah. So um, the, the the wheels are just like uh, it's hard to say that they're just victims since they're complicit with everything. Since again, uh, as I, as you've mentioned, mm-hmm. um, this this thing has been going on for quite some time in the world of mobile gaming. Mobile gaming. Uh, people, particularly uh, in in Android, more, in, on, Android. Uh, more on Android okay. because there's a refund feature after you buy like um, everything. I think it it stemmed from. I mean, do you remember the time when when kids? By oh yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. accidentally exactly so, like I think, the, the usual thing yeah. like parents credit yeah. cards getting charged okay I think, I think it's more I think it's more geared towards those incidents uh-huh. but it's being exploited by um by you know the you know how gamers are <laughs> they'll always find a loophole and exploit yeah. and uh, what happens is um. The whales are more geared. Well, not, not necessarily just the whales, but a, a lot of the players are geared towards buying from the third-party ones since they're selling it for cheaper, uh, cheaper, cheaper option. Yeah. For quite some time in the Diablo Immortal scene, uh, there has been talks where some players are already warning others uh-huh. uh, about. A, a ban that can happen uh-huh, if uh-huh. this continues and yeah. stuff. If it gets out of hold, hand, yeah. here we are right now. Yeah, yeah And I yeah. think uh, it's it's one of those things that for me it's it's a it's an effective measure since uh, it's been going on for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this is one of the harshest penalties, and either way, the only one who benefits is the seller mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he gets to refund the item and he gets the money. He gets from. the money full full like full amount. And um, then it gets away uh, with it. It gets less, but uh, regardless, he, he, he's, he gets he's the only recipient. Yeah, he's, he's the only winner yeah. in the in the game, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So apparently, what's gonna happen is like they the, the players in debt per se, 
They're like the the orbs or the in-game orbs are like negative, they're right? Negative as of the and they're asked they're, to, they're, they're <laughs> access to in-game features are limited limited uh-huh. unless they got, got it to like a positive amount uh-huh. uh, or pay off the, the orbs yeah. and stuff repay it legally yeah and they have a week to comply otherwise so, they're permanently banned permanently banned ouch talk about like what a way to go how low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but for me, kudos to Blizzard on this one. Yeah, I know. To- totally. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a good way to uh, prevent exploits of this uh, nature. Because yeah. it's one thing to just be like uh, a punish uh, punishment players punish- um, uh-huh. one-sidedly. But this one is really an ongoing problem for quite some time. True, true, true. All right. Next on our list, we have something from Sony. So apparently, following up from a previous news of Sony acquiring a game dev, a mobile game dev, which we'll be mentioning as well. So Sony acquired Savage Game Studios, so I believe it was just, just a week ago, a couple of days ago when this news came in. So right now, we have news that Sony has purchased a stake in From Software, owner Kadokawa Corporation. So the parent company of Bloodborne and Dark Souls Studio, From Software has formed a capital alliance with Sony with a 1.93% ownership stake in the company. I believe uh, the article states that um, From Software uh, sees this as like more of like an entertainment uh, avenue, like, like Sony expanding their reach in uh, anime, animated content. But, I mean, who are we? I mean, come on, bro. I mean, who are we to get, get aside, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's like... Opening the floodgates of Sony to From Software, the access, right? To, to be honest, the, these feels like uh, an ongoing war between Microsoft and Sony in the acquisition game. And I know, I know. Um, it's amusing on one end. On the other, it's kind of concerning since um, I I think we've echoed this from a previous episode that uh, I do that I hope that. Uh, we don't run out of developers. Since, developers, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the two major players are buying up uh, everyone, or at least yeah. uh, a, a whole, a whole uh, studio from from both sides. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, like uh, me representing both Team Green and Team Blue, I'm seeing like a lot of like developers really jumping into Game Pass recently, um, like Ubisoft. Uh, just recently, we got Dead Stranding. So, kudos mm. to Microsoft. But uh, on the other hand, like I think right now, uh, apparently the, the the Activision Blizzard and Microsoft deal hasn't really been sealed as of yet. It's still like an ongoing thing, petition. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's some courts in Europe who are actually scrutinizing, quote unquote. I, I don't, I don't really understand how that's going on. I believe we we all thought, or so we thought that. Uh, a previous months ago that was already signed sealed and like yeah. you know already finalized so r- right now it's still being debated in certain regions I, I, I don't understand that but I, I think it's more of like um, there's this studio who bought Crystal Dynamics okay it okay, was yeah. only sealed up last week oh okay so I think it's just uh, legal stuff Le- just legal stuff it's so officially maybe because there. it's that big of a deal uh, yeah. it's the big amount yeah. right uh, if from- I remember correctly the per- uh, the buyer of Crystal Dynamics uh, also bought like Square Enix Montreal mm-hmm. so I mean there's just I think um Areas and stuff are part of the deals. Areas, areas. And they just have to sort the legal stuff out. I see, I see. Uh, apparently, that there's been like word that 
since Crystal Dynamics is going, uh, most of the Avengers IP, the game, is being bought off as well. So, like, Square Enix is really trying to dispose of the... It's the Embracer Group. Yeah, yeah. The Embracer Group purchased... Uh, this, I think this these guys are, like, more mobile, mobile gaming focused. So, well... Um, so we've heard that we've been hearing also like some gamers from Team Blue from PlayStation are clamoring that what would happen to the next Call of Duty once they get a hold of the Blizzard, Activision Blizzard thing. And apparently, I think uh, Phil Spencer said that um, they're not going to be limiting access to the, to the Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. or so we think. Because we all know that what happened with, you know, before, you know, when Microsoft acquired um, Bethesda, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're not going to, you know, forbid the Elder Scrolls game that all, uh, a few months, a few months after. It's like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> exclusive to PC and the Xbox. <laughs> so, well, we'll, I guess we'll just have to see and wait uh, mm-hmm. where this is going. Uh, as per what Core is saying, it's just like an, like, it's like Pong, right? Like, you know, That's toss in and out. Uh, like one who serves one who receives uh, let's see and of course rounding up our list is you know AMD with their Zen 4 architecture and the Ryzen 7000 series so they mentioned that right now this would be the dawn of the 6 fives, mainly DDR5 memory high, high bandwidth uh, access to higher capacity memory PCIe 5.0, basically the we're right now we're at PCIe 4 for the graphics card, the lanes and the motherboard. Right now they're streamlining it to go with PCIe 5 as well, faster bandwidth, like greater access for games and GPU. Uh, and then the new Ryzen 7000 series will be on five nanometers, so a smaller chip architecture, uh, better heat def- uh, efficiency, and uh, better faster speeds, I guess. And as well as AM5. AM5 will be their next generation iteration of the socket that they'll be using. But apparently, they're venturing away from... Uh, originally, I believe they're like using the traditional conventional CPUs now. They're venturing to the L- LGA, if I'm not mistaken. The the architecture is being used by Intel as well. So, uh, it's the first time that AMD is venturing into this new territory. So, mm-hmm. that's what AM5 is going to be all about. Plus, 5.5 gigahertz. Wow, I mean, <laughs> talk about a big leap yeah. in terms of the current offerings that we have. I mean, you know, Core and I, we're both Team Red right yeah, now. As of the moment. As of the moment, uh, we're really enjoying it, but I'm not enjoying the the bottlenecks and the high temps. So <laughs> I'm hoping, here's the hoping that AM5 or Ryzen 7000 series will be much more efficient, hopefully. Mm-hmm. With uh, 5 nanometer technology, it uh, allows access to better heat dissipation mm-hmm. because smaller chips and the faster frequency. I believe they also improved like the uh, the pin density. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, that's, on, that's on it. The, with AM5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, with that, I think they're addressing the, the bent pins problem, which I think... <laughs> Very... I, I really love that they're paying attention to the problems of the community yeah, yeah, and not yeah. just uh, pushing out products just because they know just for uh, the sake of yeah you and know, you know people are don't have much of an option between them and uh, Intel nowadays you know how, how the bent pin thing is like it's an ongoing it's like a meme already everywhere on the forums yeah. and, and, and you know PC enthusiasts are like oh here's a bent pin for you like <laughs> all of my pins are fine and then there's just this all in one pin in the middle or in the lower right corner that's like oh shoot um, and, and even even the seasoned um, 
PC builders happen to come across this problem from time to time. It, it happens to everyone. And I think that with AM5, they're ben- again, they're venturing away from the traditional, the conventional one with the pins to more of like the, I, I forgot the actual term. I think it's LGA. It's what, you know how Intel is has a reverse thing. Mm-hmm. The Intel CPUs don't have pins in them. Mm-hmm. The pins are in the socket of the motherboard. Mm-hmm. So that's what a- uh, AMD is adopting right mm-hmm. now. Which is a first, because uh, if, if I can recall, as far as way back when I built my first uh, PC 486 DX or the, my first Athlon, they have always been using the conventional one with the pins. Mm-hmm. So it's all it has always been the same. You've just been upgrading smaller architecture, faster chips, but the, their form factor is always mm-hmm. the same. But this is a first for AMD right now. Which is also a bummer for the previous old generation owners because when they released Ryzen, the good thing about AMD is like it's it's always like backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. There, you're always in the hopes that the next generation higher on chip release, you'll be able to use it on your current motherboard. You just have to have a firmware upgrade. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a bummer for AM4 users because it's a, a totally different architecture. Uh-huh. You you need to upgrade your motherboard apparently. But again, it's it's a, a win-win if you want to adapt with the you know DDR5, yeah. PCIe5, and eventually I think uh, AMD will still stick through their promise. I mean, after this upgrade with this generation, uh, everything yep. will again yeah, be yeah. backwards. Exactly, exactly. So that's what um, I really loved about it, Ryzen. It's kind of exciting to think that there's this company out there, um, big company. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially that there are only two players in the market, yep. which actually is listening to what the community is asking, and uh, I think uh, part part of their improvement is um, lies as where uh, lies also in the fact that uh, a lot of the gamers are still preferring Intel, uh, at least for the past two years, even mm. though uh, Ryzen has the the better uh, performance on tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of the price to performance are still, are still going for Intel because of uh, I think um, gameplay compatibility, which I think we've discussed before in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, AMD is still um, trying to perfect uh-huh. their compatibility when it comes to games. But slowly but surely, AMD is really rising to the for challenge. Sure. I mean, especially with the price to, yeah, to the challenge. they rising <laughs> to the. Ch- I really love that. It's like. Uh, AMD is really adapting to the market, and right now I think you know when it comes to what most enthusiasts would call like um, per core performance versus the price ratio, mm-hmm. I think AMD is really catching up. And, and, and it's not too far off to see that uh, with with their improvements and stuff, and with Intel trying to catch up in everything, we might see a year wherein the performance of AMD just doubles what Intel can offer. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. All, all the good stuff for AMD. But uh, a while ago, you mentioned that there were only two players in the market. But is there? <laughs> I think Apple's trying well, to Apple, slowly. Apple, Apple, it's, uh, it's a different thing. Since I think with, with Apple, un- unless they're willing to venture into Microsoft territory. PC market. PC market and stuff. Uh, I don't. I think they'll, they'll be confined with their Macs pretty and everything. Pretty much. Uh, I'm not sure that a lot of the developers are keen in making in developing games yeah. or uh, coding for, for I think the Mac as of the moment. Just a few weeks ago, uh, I believe 
uh, Apple also failed miserably in one of their keynotes and saying that you know Apple it's a good Apple is a good platform for your games mm. and then one YouTuber nah. was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> one YouTuber said that the even the main game that they're mentioned uh, on their keynote Resident Evil 5 doesn't work on Apple nah. like so I mean I, even I think if, even if you use Rosetta and stuff um, the the M1 chip isn't just built for, for gaming. heavy gaming yeah, yeah. yeah I, I acknowledge the fact that um, as far as product, product productivity yeah M1 is the next generation yeah, yeah. it's like it, it beats Microsoft and like the PC platform, yeah, but of course they're still the gamers. Yeah, I mean they cannot they cannot claim the monopoly to the market of PC processors and I, stuff I, unless they include the gamers. As I mean well. that's just it, right? I mean at the end of the day, you're like uh, you're like a road warrior, a business person on on, on daytime, mm-hmm. but on the nighttime, you're all, you're most probably a gamer or a streamer. So. All right, there you have it, folks. That was like a bit of a roundup for us. Uh, lots of reactions with our last uh, gaming tidbit or last news. How about you guys? What are your thoughts on our Pop Bites for this week? Let us know by our comments. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. And by the way, we are already ready to relaunch our YouTube channel. So do watch out for that. And make sure you click on that subscribe button and rate us on Spotify. This would have to be the B. And I'm Core. And this has been... Pop Bites. Pop Pixel serves your fresh weekly content on film, video games, and culture. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. Do you love our content? You can support us in our Patreon page for our future episodes and productions. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly featured videos. 